Welcome to episode number 57 of the Fitness Hippie Podcast. I'm your host as always, Mark Torres, and in today's episode, I'm going to be reacting to some viral fitness TikToks. Let's do it. Kid of the Vine generation. Not a kid, but you know what I mean. Um, I was there pretty early on. I think I was a pretty early adopter, and I was there till the very bitter end. RIP Vine, gone way too soon. Uh, it's incredible to think about how many iconic memes and moments and lines stemmed and were born out of Vine that are still said to this day. Um, so I feel like I was a little bit of a part of history. Um, Vine was TikTok before TikTok was TikTok. And I think that when TikTok came around, I was kind of the old man standing on his porch yelling at the sky or yelling at kids to get off the front lawn. And I was like, I'm never going to get on TikTok. What the fuck am I going to do? Like Millie Rock. Um, <laughs> and I just didn't quite understand. And I think a big part of that, a big part of TikTok is still the lip singing and the dancing and all that stuff. But they're just huge like educational portion of TikTok, depending on obviously what your algorithm is and where you look at. Um, so I think, uh, you know, I've said this to a couple people, but if you ever see me dancing on TikTok, it's probably a cry for help. So check on me. Um, but otherwise, uh, over the past like month or so, I'm very late to the game, but I've been posting video or a video every day on TikTok. Um, and over the past month, I've had way more engagement, way more comments, likes, follows than I've had over the entirety of like all my social media accounts over the past like five years. Uh, so it's been a pretty incredible experience. Um, thank you guys, or thank you for uh, following me on TikTok. If you do follow me on TikTok, if you don't, join the ride. Hopefully you learn lots of good things and have a good laugh along the way. If I can do that, I feel pretty good about myself. Uh, but without further ado, I'm going to be reacting to some viral fitness TikToks. Let's get into it. All right, so for this one, there's no there's no dialect dialect. There's no dialogue. So uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or Instagram, you obviously saw the video. But if you're listening audio only on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'll try to paint a picture for you. Um, so in this TikTok, the first thing that it says is want to get rid of stubborn belly fat. Do this three times a week, uh, and then she goes and she does four different ab exercises. So the ab exercises are really unimportant here, but it is a scissor kick, a V up, a crisscross crunch. Uh, and a knee to elbow uh, for 30 seconds a piece. Uh, and then the whole video at the very top of it says, don't forget you need to be in a calorie deficit for this to work. So I have no qualms about the actual ab exercises themselves. Um, these are not things that I do personally or have clients do really for the most part. Um, but if you if you do them and you enjoy them and you see yourself making progress with them, by all means, go for it, right? Uh, that's the most important thing. Um, so I, I don't think there's anything wrong with these ab exercises. Uh, but the disconnect here is like, when you look at the stimulus and the intended outcome, uh, and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, so let's say you're in a situation where you have a headache. Obviously, headache sucks. So the intended outcome is you want to get to the point where you don't have a headache anymore. So what is the stimulus that helps you achieve that intended outcome? And for most people, it's obviously like taking pain relief medicine. It could be ibuprofen or Tylenol or Advil, whatever your pain relief jam is. That is a stimulus that helps you achieve the intended outcome. Uh, for most people, right? Because obviously, some people are like, 
so have a high tolerance for some of these things that you might have to take alternative course. But uh, the situation that this person presents here is the intended outcome is to get rid of stubborn belly fat. And the stimulus that they present is being in a calorie deficit and doing these four ab exercises for 30 seconds a piece, three times a week. Um, and I think technically they're true. Technically, that's a true statement. Um, if you're in a calorie deficit and you do those, you're definitely going to get rid of stubborn belly fat. So if you were to take the stimuli, st yeah, stimuli separately and look at them, if you were to just do a calorie deficit, would you get the intended result? Yes, you would, because we know that calories are the main driver of weight change in any direction. So if you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to get rid of stubborn belly fat. But let's say you're not in a calorie deficit. If you do the four ab exercises for 30 seconds, three times a week, are you still going to get the intended result? No, you're not, because the only way to get the intended result that this person has presented is to be in a calorie deficit. So they're just adding on stuff that is kind of unnecessary. And I understand the point of content creation, and I'm not vilifying uh, or trying to... Um, make this person feel bad about themselves because I understand what they were trying to do. But that would be like if I have a headache and I want to get rid of my headache, I take pain medicine, but I'm also like, I don't know where this headache is leading me. So let me take flu and cold medicine as well, as well as some diarrhea medicine, just in case, you know, because you never know where the headache is going to end up uh, taking you, right? So you're taking unnecessary medicine at that point. Uh, that's not going to help you with that intended result in that moment. Um, you're just doing extra stuff. So I think that's what's happening here. Um, there's nothing wrong with the ab exercises, There's nothing wrong um, with the video itself, but I think the wording could and should be different. If the intended result is to lose stubborn belly fat, then all you need is a caloric deficit. And this person could have taken the comedic approach and say, do this three times a week. And the three times a week thing that they're doing is just something completely random because the only thing that you need is a caloric deficit. Like the person's like, I don't know, uh, gardening or something. I don't know. Uh, I'm not that smart. Um, but it could have been a comedic thing. Or if the intended result here, instead of saying want to get rid of stubborn belly fat was want to build a stronger core, then the video would have made sense. But I think the stimulus here and the intended result don't match up. Three tips that you can use to start losing weight today. One, eliminate all sugars from your life. Your body uses glucose for energy. Real simple, when there's too much of it, your liver turns it into fat. It's a process called lipogenesis. All right, so this video, obviously, uh, there's dialogue here, so I'd have to explain it to you, but uh, this person says, here are three tips to lose weight today, and I'll stop it and talk about each one as he says it. Uh, tip number one was to get rid of sugar, and I think that, uh, obviously, I have a podcast episode, myth-busting number two uh, is sugar helping you or sugar stopping you from losing weight, uh, and in that video, I discussed that sugar is not the villain that people make it out to be, and I think a lot of people uh, have kind of come to that conclusion on their own now, which is great. I think... Sugar itself is not going to help you or is not going to make you uh, gain weight, but an overconsumption of sugar will absolutely help you or make you gain weight. Uh, but it's an overconsumption of anything. You can overconsume fruits and veggies to the point where you'll gain weight if you're eating too many calories. Uh, so it ultimately doesn't matter. The thing that's pretty easy to attack about sugar is that it's very calorically dense. So if you're having trouble getting into a calorie deficit, then cutting out sugar is going to cut out a lot of calories all at once. And that makes sense. Uh, but I think sugar itself is not going to be a detriment to you if you're eating little enough amount of it that you're not putting yourself in a calorie surplus if your intention is to lose weight as it is in this video. Um, so I don't think you need to cut out sugar. I know you don't need to cut out sugar, but if you feel like for your particular situation, because everybody's different, that you should cut out sugar and it's going to help you, by all means, go for it.
Two, drink more water. Most people are dehydrated. I drink a gallon of water a day, at least. Uh, number two, it says drink more water. Most people are dehydrated. I don't know that most people are dehydrated, but I think that um, I, the one thing about this tip that is a little bit uh, weird to me is like the blanket amount of one gallon of water. I think for most people, that's probably okay. But for some people, that's definitely too much water. You're definitely overhydrating. And I just made a TikTok a couple weeks ago about this, um, is the fact that if you monitor your urine, the urine color, when you go to pee, uh, your urine is going to tell you everything that you need to know about your hydration levels. Uh, if it's too yellow, you drink some water. If it's too clear, and you're peeing too much, drink less water. It doesn't have to be a gallon. It might not be a gallon for you. So the blanket amount of one liter or one gallon per day is a little bit of an oversimplification, but of course your hydration is very important. So it's a good tip. Number three, just get moving. I don't want you to think about it burning calories. I want you to think about it about feeling better, feeling good. I just finished a 15 mile bike ride and I don't give two craps about how many calories I burned. What I feel about is how much energy I have and how good I feel right now because all of the endorphins that have been released in my body. So let's go. My boy with the subtle flex had did a 15 mile bike ride. Um, but at the end there, he says, uh, just get moving. Don't worry about the calories that you're burning, which I think is a fantastic tip as well. Uh, some people get so caught up in the amount of calories that they're doing. They feel like they have to hit X amount of calories in order for a workout to be sufficient or working for them, especially if they're trying to add back the calories that they're consuming or that they're burning in the gym so that they consume later. Right. So if you, um, if your intended calorie deficit goal is 2000 calories a day and you want to go to the gym and burn 500 calories so you can, uh, add an additional 500 calories to your diet, that might be something that you get caught up in. But ultimately at the end of the day, the calories that you burn in the gym, according to the machines, is not entirely accurate for the most part. Most of them are pretty actually uh, inaccurate. So that's not something that you should kind of strive for. Uh, I think just more physical activity in general is great, um, despite the amount of calories that you burn or despite the amount of work that you do. Uh, more exercise, more physical activity uh, is going to be ultimately really great for most people. So there's some really good tips in that video. Here's four easy hacks for a flatter stomach. Stop chewing so much gum. Whenever you chew, your body thinks it's going to digest something. Your stomach creates acids in order to break the food down. Since it's gum, it's not going in your stomach. And those acids will create bloating. So stop chewing gum. All right, so for this one, this is four easy hacks for a flatter stomach. And tip number one that he says is stop chewing gum. Um, I don't I don't know why I'm telling this to you guys because you guys heard it. Um, but his reasoning is that your stomach creates... Uh, I think it said enzymes or acids or whatever because it thinks it's about to digest something, but obviously you don't swallow gum or you shouldn't swallow gum. Um, and I think that this is one of those things that it very well could be scientifically true. I'm not entirely sure. Um, that when you put something in your mouth and you start chewing it, that your body thinks it's about to digest it, so it's getting ready for digestion. Uh, but if obviously if you spit it out, you're not actually digesting anything. Um, and I don't know. It might it might cause a little bit of bloating. I have no idea. This is one of those things that I'm not smart enough to know. Uh, but I think that in terms of like overall results, chewing or not chewing gum is not going to make a difference. So um, this is one of those things where it might be true in the moment, but in totality, it doesn't matter. Just like fasted cardio. Yeah, in fasted cardio, you're burning more fat than you would uh, like in that amount of time than you would if you were to do cardio after eating. But at the end of the day, when it's all kind of weighed out, especially after you've eaten your meals for the day and the amount of calories that you're going to consume, it all ends up working out to be the same. So I think this is that exact same situation. Stop drinking while you're eating. When you drink while eating, you dilute your stomach acids, making it harder for your food to be broken down. 
drink 20 minutes before or 20 minutes after your meal. All right, so hack number two there is to stop drinking liquids with your meals because it dilutes your stomach acid and it makes it harder for your body to digest the food that you're eating. Once again, this is one of those things where it could be scientifically true, but when you look at the totality of things, that's ultimately what matters. One, I'm not trying to eat no dry-ass meal with no water. I'm not going to choke myself to death trying to stop my stomach acids from not breaking down my food efficiently. So I, once again, in the totality of things, I don't think it ultimately matters. I know it doesn't ultimately matter as long as your overall uh, calorie deficit and your workout is in place. This is not the one thing that's going to stop you from making progress. Another, just like, I, I don't know, a weird arbitrary thing. Stop eating and falling right to sleep. When you fall asleep with food in your system, your body's trying to digest it while you're sleeping. Digestion slows down while you sleep. Try to eat your last meal two to four hours before going to sleep. And I guarantee you'll wake up with a flatter stomach. Not a flat stomach, but a flatter than what you have stomach. <laughs> so I like at the end of that tip, he says, if you do this tip, you're going to wake up with a flatter stomach, not a flat stomach but flatter than what you had before, which is a hilarious way to cover all your bases. So there he says, don't eat right before you go to sleep. And this is something that's been around for a long time, like the don't eat after 8 p.m. sort of thing. Uh, once again, an arbitrary hack slash tip, right? Um, this is something that's been debunked many, many times. Totality, once again, to if the totality of your calories are in place, the timing of the calories doesn't make too much of a difference. Once again, if I, this dude says um, to eat two to three hours before going to sleep, what happens if I eat three hours and one minute before going to sleep? Does that make or break the amount of bloating that I feel in the morning? What if it's two hours and 59 minutes? Does that two minutes make a difference? I'm clear at 301, but I'm not clear at 259. Once again, just an arbitrary tip, not something that's going to ultimately affect you as long as the rest of your diet and the rest of your workouts are set in place and in a good place. Drink lemon water. The enzymes in lemon water help with digestion and keep you regular. <laughs> Last one is drink lemon water uh, because the enzymes in there help keep you regular. Uh, AKA uh, you're shitting regularly, um, which obviously if you're shitting a lot, I guess you have a flatter stomach because you're not just holding all that. Um, so uh, obviously that's regular bowel movements is a great thing. I think that's something that you should absolutely strive for. Uh, but I guess the same effect would happen if you took a laxative. <laughs> I don't know. Um, once again, I don't think that that's something that's going to ultimately uh, help you make progress in your fitness journey uh, or be a detriment if you don't do it for your fitness journey. All right, I'll do one more and then probably cut it off and uh, do part two next week. Is me. Should you train when sore? For example, if I trained chest three days ago and I'm still sore today, should I lift chest? I like to compare it to if you have a cut and that cut is starting to scab over, if you don't let the scab you know, heal all the way and keep picking at it, that wound is never going to heal. Same thing in working out and um, you know, fatiguing your muscles. You've got to give it time to heal and the soreness, your body's way of saying, all right, give us a second. We're getting, we're getting back to normal here, right? So if you have a very deep muscle soreness, I would say give it a day and allow yourself to recover some more. All right, so this was, uh, I thought it was a shit back then. This is my first viral video. Uh, I was averaging like, I don't know, 600, maybe 1,000 video views on a good day. Uh, and this one cracked 10,000. I was like, oh my God, I'm going viral. Uh, and I got a bunch of comments. And a lot of people, uh, this is obviously a video about not trading when you're sore because it's not 
advantageous to anybody really uh, i had a lot of people calling me ignorant calling me an idiot calling me um this is not backed by science whatever uh, it's such a weird thing for people to get upset about um and i think a lot of them i actually agreed with the comments i, I made a video um replying to this so if you want to check that out follow me on tiktok but um i think it's just such a, such a weird thing for people to get upset about that's like saying uh if you don't want to get wet, don't go outside when it's raining. Like it's a very just obvious statement to me in my head and people still got upset about it. I think it's just a, you know, I don't have to explain myself in terms of the content of the video. I, like I said, I did that in the reply video, but I think that it's just a really good indication of how divisive the fitness space is. And I talked about this, not in last week's episode, but maybe number 55. Um, but that's the wonderful thing about this place is like, no matter how divisive it is, you as the consumer have all the power. So obviously you're here already, you're listening to me, but there's probably other fitness entities in your life uh, on your social medias that are out there that you listen to. And no matter what, I don't care how smart the person is, I don't care how well known, famous the person is, there's always going to be contradiction. There's going to be somebody who disagrees with them. And ultimately you have the power to make the decision to believe what you want to believe. Um, so it's just a really good reminder as you go through. Not everything's going to be cut and dry. Not everything's going to be very simple and easy to kind of recognize and make decisions going forward. There's always going to be some sort of doubt in the back of your mind. But as long as you're able to kind of manage that divisiveness in your fitness journey and find things that work for you, that's ultimately the most important thing. No matter if it comes from me, no matter if it comes from another fitness influencer, no matter who it is, what it is, where it is, um, fitness space is going to be divisive. You're going to hear people saying different things all the time. As long as you find a way for yourself to make progress, that is ultimately the one and only thing that matters at all. So that'll wrap up this week's podcast. Next week, we'll do part two of reacting to viral fitness TikToks. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the show. If you did, subscribe wherever you're watching or listening on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at MTEFit. Also as well, this is the TikTok episode. So follow me on TikTok also at MTEFit. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. I will see you guys in the next one. Peace out.